Anyways, we look at uh, today's Major League Baseball schedule and uh, just 12 games on there. And I got to say, I don't love this card uh, when it comes to Major League Baseball. But, um, you know, we have the one football game. They give it center. And I think Thursday is another lousy card, right, that they give you because of, like, everyone wants to watch the Bucks cowboys You know, this year, at least the NBA like against the college football national championship game, you know, back in January, remember the NBA ran games against it. <laughs> I was like, right? just do it. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like, but everyone fears the NFL, you know? So it's like, they're not going to run games against them. But um, in this one, you know, today it's weird because it's Labor Day and you would think that there would be a bunch of games on during the day that they would do you know, all kinds of promotions and stuff. We have two leftover series, which I'm going to guess are makeup games. And then we have a bunch of other new series that start. And then, of course, some new series that start you know, tomorrow as well. But, uh, you know, yesterday, some surprises, some teams that really needed wins that, that didn't get them, like the Reds. And then we had um, other teams that um, really needed wins and got them, like the Giants, who, you know, got the last crack at the Dodgers, were huge dogs there at home against uh, Walker Bueller and, Guys, thanks for beating me up in the YouTube comments that there. Was a I'm like, I'm a giant. It wasn't a shocker to me. I gave out the shocker Giants. To me. Gave out the Giants. I had the Tigers also against your Reds pick, Brian. But uh, that was no shocker <laughs> either, was it? Hey, I, I've been riding the Tigers all season. But you've been uh, you've been humping up on Castillo like no one's business. You're like a cocker spaniel he around that guy's leg. Seriously, he has the numbers going. He's up. a ball. Yep. He's not. You've been riding him like a cocker spaniel. Leg in the living Done for the year. Fade on the rest of the season. Toast. He's been terrible. I mean, you know, he can't win. So he hasn't been awful, but he can't win. So that's always a problem. Bad karma. Bad juju. Real bad. Plus 200 on, on Casey Myers. I think there's, a, there's a few gems out. Right? Ugh. Anyways, Trevor it's Williams. Pretty, Trevor Williams all of a sudden found answers in New York. There's been other players that have found answers in New York, and none of them are eligible for the Hall of Fame any longer. But Patrick Corbin on the mound here for the Nats against Trevor Williams. You got Jamison Talion against Hinjin Ryu in a monster matchup in the Bronx. And then we got the Orioles and the Royals. We're on a road to nowhere with those two teams. Rod, what are you thinking on these three? In these three, I like... um... I'll take the Yankees and the Italian team's 8-0 in his last eight starts. Um, and Ryu's only 1-3 uh, in his last four starts is the, are the Blue Jays. And I know I've seen the Blue Jays, they sometimes struggle to even uh, put runs in. That's been their problem. Um, their starting pitcher pitch lights out, and they just don't give him enough run support. So uh, I'm going to take the Yankees in this one. I think the Yankees get a win here over the Blue Jays. And I like the over in the Mets and, and the Nationals. I think we see a whole pile of runs again. It opened at nine. It's up to nine and a half. That's still not enough. Double digits in that one. Take the over. The two I like there. I'm not touching Kansas City and Baltimore. Brian? Yeah, for me in that grouping of games, I think we have some value plays uh, amongst us. Uh, The Mets really look like a sucker play at minus 120. Oh, you get a playoff container for just minus 120, but... I know Patrick Corbin's been absolutely hideous, but Trevor Williams is no gem. I think the Nationals steal one here. And then with the Orioles, uh, I like them over the Royals. Uh, they got Zach Lother on the mound, 23-19 and 
in the minor leagues, 2.61 ERA, a 1.08 whip. That's over 365 innings pitched in the minors. I think uh, he out uh, duels the Royals today. Looks like everybody's hopping the Kansas City Royals. Uh, I'll take the Baltimore Orioles. I'm going to take the uh, Jays against the Yankees. It's it's a big game for the Yankees because they only are uh, half game ahead of the Red Sox in the in the standings for that number one wild card spot, and the Red Sox have sale going today. So, but the Jays um, four games out in the wild card, just two in the loss column against the Red Sox. Man, this is really just a monster, monster game. I just like Ryu better than I like Talion. I think Talion's pitched above his uh, above his ability most of the year, and I could see the Jays taking him deep early and hanging on for dear life. I'm going to go with the Jays in that one on the road. I think the line is suspiciously low for a day game in the Bronx, even with Ryu going. That one is the one that I think is even way more suspicious than the Orioles... Uh, Orioles Brewers line. I mean, you would think that the way the Yankees have been playing in the hype machine that they are against the team from Canada, that they would get um, a lot more love than this. You know, we've seen the line drop from 140. I see 128s out there, 130, uh, 135, 136, 128 again. I see 132s, 130s. And like I said, they opened at 140. And that's with 84% of the run line bets on them. And then when you look at the money action on this game, 42% on the Yankees, 70, 42% of the bets, 74% of the money, and the line going in the opposite direction. So the Sharps are all over the Jays here too, drive, driving the line down with just 34%, 20, just 26% of the money. Um, even though it looks like, you know, public money, because 58 percent of the bets and 26 percent of the money but the line's going down so that's a mess what you got there is a ambush anyways at least that's what it looks like to me Who the hell knows? <laughs> <laughs> how many times how many times have i been on this show and like set up this great scenario and then all of a sudden it's like eight nothing in the first inning a lot Got Ryan Yarbrough going to try and beat Chris Sale this time. Last time, uh, the Red Sox beat the Rays with Sale, and they had all those COVID guys, so people were jumping all over the Rays in that one. Actually, Sale went off as a mild dog, I think, by the time the game went. Got a pair of Bittlers going at it. This is uh, the Bittler All-Star team with Bryce Wilson and Tarek Skubal going at it, though he's been not as big on Wilson as he has been on Skubal. Over the when have time. I ever been big on Bryce Wilson? Nah, well, th- but he's your style. Him. He's your style. It's like, he hasn't been bad recently. It's like, yeah, that 11 runs he gave up last time, all earned. Yeah, not bad. And then uh, got the... uh, What, you're saying you're not on the Pirates today? No, I'm not on the Pirates today. Holy! And then a pretty interesting one, because here's another one where you have Woodruff against Wheeler, who's been struggling, but the Phillies have actually quietly been playing decent baseball here. Uh, seven and three in their last ten games, but Zach Wheeler not participating in that uh, in that success. So, what do you like in this one, Brian? In these three, 
Yeah, I'm going to go tremendously square. I'm going to take the Detroit Tigers on the money line laying that minus 135 or so. I think Scoople and Tigers are just a up-and-coming team. And I'll lay the juice with, against the Pirates and Bryce Wilson. And then the Phillies, I think you're getting nice value for your money here. The Phillies are as desperate as a team gets. Milwaukee, I guess they're still in it for the best record in the National League, but they're pretty safe in their position. I think the Phillies are the play here with Wheeler on the mound. I think he gives them seven, eight strong innings, and the Phillies get a W. I think it's official that adding that second wildcard team is the, one of the greatest ideas in the history of baseball. Rod, hmm. in sports. For me, that's what I think. Uh, definitely. Best deal in sports, and uh, for me, in those ones, I like uh, I like the Rays here. Uh, I know they sell him, sell got his number in the last game, but I think the Rays get his number today. Give me uh, the Rays in that one, and I like the under in uh, Philly and the Brewers. I think Zach Wheeler uh, during the day is six and two with a nice two point oh ERA. Woodruff four and one at home with a two ERA as well. It opened at seven and a half, down to seven. Uh, give me the under, and we got a low scoring game. Three two final in that one. I got Detroit and Pittsburgh. Ooh. I don't know. I was kind of torn on all three of these games. I really struggled with it. I definitely think Tarek Skubal is the better option there with the Tigers, but yeah, it seems that the Pirates um, really have the Tigers number historically. They just always seem to get them. Even when the even when the Tigers were winning those World Series with Verlander and and Scherzer and everything, the Pirates still had their number. You know, especially in Detroit. But this is in Pittsburgh. Um, I, I I still like the Brewers here against the Phillies. I think Wheeler just keeps having these bad innings, and I think the Brewers are just the teams to give it to him. I didn't I didn't you know rush to the window on it, and then. Um, it's a lean to the Rays, but I've just been betting against Chris Sale every time, and I've been just losing money every single time, too. So take it for what it's worth. Go to our next set of games. We head to Wrigley, where Justin Steele and Sonny Gray are going at it. So the Reds are in a really interesting spot. They're a half game out now of the wild card after losing yesterday. And uh, the Padres getting it done. So there's that one. Then there's Kyle Freeland, who's pitched really well recently in Colorado against... Uh, Giants, who Gausman hasn't pitched as well, but the Giants now alone in first place in the National League West, and it is their division to win. They have no more games left against the Dodgers. It is their large and in charge. They control their own destiny. And uh, the Cardinals, Max Scherzer, now go on the road again after playing out in San Francisco, now go out to the Midwest, take on Miles Miklos, who has not looked so good coming off the DL. Rod? For me, in those ones, the only one I like, I like the under in uh, the Giants and the Rockies game. You know, like the Giants, 6-3-1 and one to the under their last 10. Uh, Rockies, 8-2 and two to the under in their last 10. Uh, solid pitchers, as you said, Freeland's been uh, pitching well lately. And so has Gosman. So give me the under 11. Uh, I don't see a whole pile of runs in that one. I think we easily get under the 11. The only one I like there. I want to take the Cardinals, but I can't go against Scherzer. He's just been, since he came over with the Dodgers, he's been lights out. So, Brian, that Rockies-Giants, the line down about 20 cents plus, 
across the board. I'm seeing it. Um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. You know, it is it is interesting because it is such a big game for the Giants after last night, um, after their win over the Dodgers. But the Giants have not performed in games where they've needed to go a road trip after a night game. They just have not performed in those spots. Usually it's going home. And it was a big night game as well. It was a huge night game. For me in that grouping of games, uh, I'm going to take a shot with the yeah. I'm going to take a shot with the Chicago Cubbies here. They've won six straight. Uh, Reds four and six last ten. They seem like they're imploding. Got Sonny Gray on the mound. It looks like a real, real square city taking Cincinnati. I think the Cubbies are gelling as a team right now. I'm going to take that plus one thirty with them at home. Yeah. See, the thing is, I lived in Chicago. You know, so I've been to a lot of Reds Cubs games, which is weird because I'm not a Cubs fan. I'm not a Reds fan. I just lived, you know, two two subway stops from Wrigley, so I wasn't doing anything. I'd sit out in the bleachers and watch baseball and eat some pizza and just leave. You know, it just didn't matter because I didn't care about either teams. But I tell you what, the Reds Cubs tickets always super cheap, so way easy to just scalp a ticket for like eight bucks, and you know, right, you know, right after first pitch and watch the Reds just slaughter the Cubs on a regular basis. I don't think the Cubs have won more than 10 games against the Reds at Wrigley Field in the last 50 years combined. Um, I Even when the Cubs have been good and the Reds have been bad, it's just one of those things where it's like, I'm telling you, I've been to like a million of those games, and it's, the Reds always win at Wrigley. Is always freaking in there, so it's. Very so you're telling me you're on the Reds? <laughs> well, I just I I don't understand how the Cubs can beat them there when they just can never beat them. But they're playing better baseball right now. They're, they're today. Group of today. Well, I think what and Sonny I think, Gray hasn't been. I think it's out. tough to say. I think it's tough to say. The last three has been lights out. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's I think it's tough to say that a team that's sixty three and seventy five is better than a team that's seventy three and sixty five. I just think it's better. I think it's tough to say that a team that's ninety, that's negative ninety-eight um, run differential, is 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 better than a team with a plus thirty-four run differential because they lost yesterday. I'm know? not saying that the better team. One game doesn't make you a better team. So. The Reds are thirty-five and thirty-two on the road this season, and all of their pitchers, to a man, have a much lower ERA on the road than they do at home. They all do. And yep. I just think that that's a, a really bad pick by Brian again. We'll see tomorrow what happens. <laughs> I don't think so. I just think you it's. I just think it's. I just think it's horrible that you would give out that garbage. <laughs> I like, that's one of my. I was just certain. Now I put an extra circle next to it. Or if I was a troll, <laughs> if I was a troll, if I was like a YouTube troll leaving the comment, I'd be like. I don't mean to be negative, but <laughs> you really oh, we'll suck. <laughs> it's like that's how it always starts. It's always like, I think this line's down about twenty cents from where it opened. It's like at too. I don't mean to be negative, but you really suck and are horrible at life. <laughs> you know, it's like I don't mean to be negative. It always it always starts like that. It's like if you say I don't mean to be negative, you, you always one hundred percent mean to be negative because <laughs> you know it's like you know. Cubs win today. I don't hear that song playing in my background. Go Cubs, go! You're gonna lose today. <laughs> I mean, Red should have won yesterday, and they choked it out. So they're. Um... Sunny Green. 
Go ahead. What? I can see that. I can see uh, the Cardinals beating the Dodgers here too. Another team on the road. I can see the card. The Cardinals are are in the zone right now. They're in the zone. Man. You don't want to mess. It's that with time of year, they like to win for the Dodgers. It's like, you don't want to mess with the zone. Sixty nine and sixty six. Two games in the loss column. Yeah, I mean they just played Milwaukee. Go to uh, go to our final set of games here. And then we have a little bit of time left, so we'll have to talk about some other stuff, some other football stuff, sports stuff. Not well, we can do some banter, but um, got the Indians and the Twins. This is the crap game of the day. Okay, Brian, this is this is you. Depends if you snuggle up with that. Brian's gonna snug. Brian's like Brian's gonna snuggle up. His son's gonna be like, "Dad, can you help me with my homework?" It's it's Twins Indians. Logan Allen's pitching. You got to bet on a game. It doesn't matter how crappy the teams are. Logan Allen's pitching. You have to understand. (laughs) No wins since April (laughs) sixteenth. Bailey Ober against (laughs) Logan Allen. This is a gem. Then we got. the Astros and the Mariners, McCullers and Kikuchi. These teams only play each other. <laughs> How many times have these teams played in the last month? A hundred. It's like it's a thirty. It's a thirty-game schedule. They played a doubleheader every day for the for the last month. It's like the NHL schedule with Calgary playing. The, oh the yeah, state. it's like when I when I was when I was a kid and they didn't have like the NFL game plan and all that stuff and you only got your local games and so all you saw was highlights and. NFL with John Facenda. They used to do like, uh, this is the NFL with John Facenda. They would do the film, you know, before the next week's games would start. They had the film of the prior week's games with the music. Dun, 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 dun. And it's like Roger Staubach. <laughs> it was the Alamo every Sunday. <laughs> it was like <laughs> Marcus Allen. He's lightning in a game ruled by thunder. Anyways, um, but uh, it always seemed to me when I was a kid that the Chargers always played the Broncos, and it was always at Denver. It's like they played every week, and it was always at Denver. It's like those those orange uniforms with the blue helmets. Anyways, and we got Berea on the mound against AJ Alexi for the Rangers, and uh, McCullers and Kikuchi in that Mariners uh, Mariners Astros game. Rod. A little uh, Rick Derringer, rock and roll, Kikuchi coup for you there, or uh, any of these games. <clears throat> this, these, this is a rough time slot. Um, <laughs> it's like, whoa. <laughs> Rod's like sweating. It's this like, is my favorite time slot. He's like, to sweat. He's like, man, this <laughs> slot is really <laughs> just. <laughs> One of my it's about. awful. <laughs> it's like, <ugh>. um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I I am going to take Kikuchi in the Mariners here. You got it. It's it's like they just beat them. If you look, August thirty first, Kikuchi uh, beat the Mariners. Shot him out. All right. All right. I, said, okay, I think I think he's one, I, I think he's one and two this month against the Astros. 
Yeah, but he's got a win. His last oh, no, time I know. Out, he, he, he pitched great last time. Last time he was lights out. Yeah. Like four hitter, so right? I think he's lights out, and I think Mariners get another win here. I'm like, I, I can't. I'm not laying minus 200 or whatever with uh, McCullers. Give me the Mariners and, and almost two to one in your money. That's worth a shot there. Give me the Mariners. Nice plus money in that one. Well, I like there. I, I'm running. This is like Ober versus Logan. Yikes. I, Ober's not Ryan, bad. Yeah. I mean, it's like I don't know Logan. what numbers you want. <laughs> I tried that last time. I was, I was like, Logan was going to get his first win. I think the team got the win, but he didn't get the win. So Logan was off. If if you couldn't get excited about John Facenda doing that, this is the NFL, man, then you just don't love sports. He was just the greatest of great, you know, with the music. Yeah. 70s, 80s NFL. Oh, it's just the best. And with the slow-mo and the zooming, I mean, it was just ridiculous. For me in that time slot of baseball, and actually, yeah, I could have two premiums in this time slot, but the one I'm going to give out here, I like the Mariners also with Kikuchi on the mound. He's off a seven-inning strong performance. This is the type of game the Seattle Mariners have been winning all year for sports bettors. Uh, tremendous value here. Uh, I'm going to take Seattle here for 100 bucks. It's nothing I'm selling my house to bet, but I like the Mariners. I, I, like, the, I like the Indians in this slot. I'm going to go with Logan Allen. I think that... Uh... Lesser two evils. The Indians' days are numbered. Um, you know, it's, it's soon to be Guardians. All right. So we've got those uh, before we do our parlays. So looking ahead at the NFL, right, in the opening week schedule, right, because now it is opening week. We've got a game in just three days, uh, week one of the NFL. It's weird without the preseason, like, the – the way they move the preseason, so it's like this big in-between thing. And there's been a lot of roster moves underneath the radar here. Brian, do you have a game out there that you've circled? Like, cause I told, I texted Brian, I said, this is my game this week. And I, I texted him. Yeah, and you made me, it opened up my eyes. But uh, actually, I the it's going to seem uh, corny, but the first game here is Cowboys-Buccaneers. I really think this is an easy winner here. But, uh, uh and, but it, I was thinking more college football, uh, really, for next week. I was looking forward to uh, Miami, I think, at App State. So I want to see what that, uh, how the money moves in that game. But I'm really under. Leaning Miami. <laughs> <laughs> under. I don't know what the total is, but I'd say Miami, App State, under. No, 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 not the total. I'm talking about the spread. You know, I'm thinking about betting Miami because they're coming off of that embarrassing loss to Bama. I don't think it was that embarrassing of a loss. Yeah. I'm, telling you, I'm a Miami fan. I know when we have an embarrassing That's loss. That's where you that, need to show up and show that you can contend. No, no, but no one is going to show up against those guys. Nobody no, is going to. I watched every game, every big game. I watched a lot of the little games. I watched every game. Nobody is. Nobody would have done any better than, than Miami did against them. Miami had clean shots at that Bryce Young. They blitzed. Their blitzing schemes were off the chart, okay? The, defensively, they were off the chart. They, were, they had clean runs at him. He just, he just sidestepped Georgia. it, man. Yeah. He just sidestepped the blitz. It was like, it was the most amazing thing. He sidestepped the blitz. Mostly, when the guys do it, it's like this elusive, you know, and then they start running. Lamar Jackson, you know, did it to us. But it's like, 
this guy sidestepped the blitz and threw the ball down the field. Like it's like you can't defend that. You cannot beat that. You can there's not a team in the country that would have done any better than we did. Because they're not gonna get them, right? And they're not gonna be able to defend those receivers who are, you know, after that amount of time. There's only so long you can stick with those guys. Believe me, that was not a bad loss. Really, it wasn't. That was more about Alabama being really good. And I haven't heard anybody say anything negative about Miami or calling it an embarrassing loss except for you. And believe me, my 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 friends are the most critical of our – we're the most critical of our team. You know, we're the most critical of it. And trust me, nobody – and all you hear, you know, from what I've heard on TV is the same thing, that this Bryce Young is is – could be the best quarterback that's come out in a long time. Long time. If you have the ability to sidestep the blitz, you can pretty much do anything. You don't see it. Tom Brady does it. Maybe him. You know, Tom Brady does does it, but, you know, he does it in a different way. But I don't see, I don't know anybody else that does it. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger, he gets, he gets blastered. Right, and he throws the ball anyway. He's he big. He's there. there. Right? He was like, "Oh, he's coming," and he just lets it. He just lets it get hit like a freight train. Bow. Yeah, like, I mean, most of the guys just get hit or run, like Jalen Hurts. Right, runs. Carson Wentz just gets hit. Joe Burrow just gets hit. Right. It's like <laughs> it's like, but you don't see guys just take a sidestep one way or the other, stay in the pocket, and remain a pocket passer. Normally, they take off. Russell Wilson. Takes off, throws it on the run. This guy wasn't throwing on the run. He was sidestepping, setting, and throwing in the pot. You can't defend that. There's not a team in the country that would have done any better than we did. Ohio State, nobody. There's not a team in the country that would have done better in that game. No chance. I think the Cleveland Browns against the Chiefs are looking interesting right now. You look at Nick Saban's record in those opening games. You know, where he's had six months to prepare for it. Look at his record. He's never lost. One time he came out slow. But normally they're playing One time. One time in 15 years he came out slow. No, it hasn't been cupcakes. It has not been cupcakes. So who did they play last year first? They played, they played Duke, but that's rare. It's rare that it's been that. They played Michigan a few times. They played, remember, Shoelace? The quarterback. How they normally open up with like Jacksonville State or something? <laughs> oh, Alabama? Yeah. No, they don't. They open in that same game like the last 15 years in the Georgia Dome. They open in the same game. Hmm. They play usually like Michigan or they played, they played, uh, they played West Virginia or Oklahoma State. They played Oklahoma State one year. That was the only close one that there's ever been. But um, yeah, it's normally a blowout. I think it's been Michigan twice. I think they got. They say it was twelve and two ATS in week one. Yeah, the, probably that that Oklahoma State was the one time he didn't, right? Yeah, there were two, but I, I'm not sure. That, yeah, Oklahoma State was the one, or the Oklahoma one was the one, but I'm not sure the other one. But he's not twelve and two ATS week one. Two thousand eight, Alabama thirty four, Clemson ten. 2009, Alabama 34, Virginia Tech 24. Virginia Tech was number nine that year. Went to the uh, 
went to the, went to the national championship game. August 31st, 2013, Alabama 35, Virginia Tech 10. 2014, Alabama 33, West Virginia 23. 2017, Alabama 24, Florida State 7. 2019, Alabama 42, Duke 3. 42, 3. I probably had Duke. (laughs) (laughs) I know there was a Michigan game in there because I was in Vegas for it. It was that damn shoelace. Remember Shoelace? He was the worst. That wasn't the worst. He just... All right. Rod, you looking at anything for the college football? Oregon, Ohio State. Big line in that one. Um, got... Uh... It's big, right? And it's, uh, it's, uh, I think that's too many points. Initially, I'm looking at that, and I'm leaning the Ducks. Well, Oregon's got a key injury there, so... You have to watch the status. Tonight's game down to nine and a half from ten. Um, we're seeing nine and a half pretty much everywhere now. Anything else you're looking at? How about NFL, Rod? You got anything you're looking at there? I have a circle game. I'm not going to say it. It's too easy. <laughs> There's a couple games I'm looking at there that I that I'm I'm like, ooh, look at that! I'm, I got, I'm like, oh, I have, I have, I mean, I have one. Like, I have, mine, I believe, I is my game. I, of the, mine is like my game of the year. The one I have circle, I think Rod Rod's a big Chiefs guy. I think I like the Browns this week early. Just rematch. The, just that first glance. They're playoff. The Browns are very talented on across the board. Everybody's gonna be humping the Kansas City Chiefs at home. So, so anyone out there in any of the contests? In Vegas, I'm in the Circa contest and I'm in the Westgate contest. And we're so the things that we're going to be doing this week on here. So Joe Madden and I are going to fill out our Circa contest um, picks. We're going to do our Westgate contest picks as well, and uh, we're also going to do an office pool, just where you just pick games without the spread. And I want to get all of our cappers in on that one and have a weekly capper guest that does the office pool with us. And um, maybe do an office pool with that with all you guys too, where you have a weekly and season winner. So nice. That's what we're planning on doing. But anyways, got a couple days to get it together. (laughs) But usually we're able to do so. What about the Jets getting five and a half? Right. That 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 was I was looking at that too. I was like, ooh, look at that. That's enticing. Maybe (laughs) right. (laughs) It's like. My guess, my guess is that's going to be the squarest play on the board is the Jets. The Jets? Yeah. How are they the squarest play on the board? People are betting the Panthers big uh, early on. Right, but it's like the Panthers are – how are the Panthers five-point favorites over the Jets? You act like it's, it's you act like it's Jets, you act like it's you act like it's the seventy eight Steelers. People have spent years betting against the Jets and winning money, so they yeah, automatically people, fade the I'll Jets. I'll tell you I'll tell you what, you know, someone that owns websites and has been in the business of having websites and examines web traffic and stuff like that, the Carolina Panthers are the least popular NFL team of all thirty two teams. The no, least take the, the two least popular NFL teams are the Carolina Panthers and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And it's not even close. 
I can tell you that. Like, I don't need to look at statistics. I don't need to look at anything. I just know those are the two least popular teams in the NFL. They have no expanded uh, sp- uh, fan base, you know, outside of their. It's very rare that you see a Carolina. Like, you could walk down the street in any town USA and someone's wearing a Dallas Cowboys shirt or a Patriots shirt or a Steelers shirt or a Packers shirt. Well, we won the Jaguars are going to be heavily Seahawks. I like the Steelers. I like the, you know, even the Bills because they're good and all that other stuff. But the Jaguars and the Panthers, you never see it. But the Jags are going to be heavily bet because they got the number one overall draft pick starting this week against the lowly Texans who, you know, are, are picked to be the worst team in the league. So The lowly me, Texans? The Jaguars, the been Lowly to the playoffs pass. like nine of the last ten years. That's a, I'm talking. I'm talking about this season and betters. What they're going to be looking at. I, I, Texans are not a popular team. So you're bet. putting words in the betters' mouth. Is what <laughs> you're doing here. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh my God! I get the number one pick, Trevor Lawrence, at a minus two and a half. You're going to throw them under the, the bus when you're Texans. done, or is this just a one-time <laughs> deal here? I don't know. I'm liking the Texans early. I'm liking the Jets. I'm liking the Browns. We'll see what it comes down to, but I don't know. How about the Falcons three and a half against the Eagles? I would go with the Falcons here, but that's just a lean. I mean, the Eagles are dreadful. Falcons at home are always tough in Atlanta in that, in that, in that crowd. So How about Washington would, as a one-point home dog against a Chargers team that's really shown us absolutely nothing? Honestly, that might be the best. Right. That's one of the best values on the card, Washington. But the, the line has moved that way. It opened as a pick em. So that's against all Bittler strategy. No, to me, I got an opening at plus one. Is I have no. plus one, but I, I hate the Chargers. I've been I talking about Washington all year. I have no problem. <laughs> I hate the Chargers. They're I like Washington. Like How about the San Francisco 49ers who drafted like fourth overall in the NFL draft? Seven and a half point road favorites against a professional team. <laughs> Lions are going to be one of those teams that, like my Jets used to be, and Lions are going to be uh, a team that I back in certain spots because they're just terrible. No. How about the Saints? <laughs> so, Lions this, look good this week. So the Saints, is, the Saints game is moved to Jacksonville, you know, outside instead of being played inside. And uh, the line has gone from two and a half to four and a half in that one. Yeah, all the squares will be on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers for sure. And the Monday night game looks to be a beauty. Doesn't it? Mm. Excited. That'll be a good one on Monday. We'll have to have... Raiders are tempting, that's for sure. We'll have to hear from Joe D'Amico exactly how his experience was watching a football game at the stadium. He's posted a lot of pictures of him at the game. Looked like he was backing the the team that did not cover the spread, though. (laughs) have to see. (laughs) He posted a picture It said uh, somebody goes in for a two-point conversion in the cover, but I I didn't see any two-point conversions in that game, so I don't know what he was talking about. Nice. Maybe he had a couple coarse lights in it. Just, you know. So before they had like everything, you can get everything on your phone. I used to have one of those little TVs, those little color TVs, and I used to walk around everywhere with it. To drive. With it? Well, the thing was is that like, you know, um, someone bought it for me because like they like to go to art shows and stuff like that, and I wouldn't leave the house. So they got it. <laughs> so that way you come along and you can still. Yeah. <gasps> yeah! Oh, it was, it was, it was like the greatest gift I ever got. At the time, I bet when you were a kid, though, you had the shortwave radio. So, care, get your stores. Uh, 
we used to we used to try and watch like the channel fifty six and eighty eight, you know, and stuff. You're watching there's like squiggly lines. It's like Spanish wrestling, you know, lucha libre. Hold <laughs> <laughs> that wow. piece. <laughs> That's not what I was watching. There we go. Wow. <laughs> All right, Brian. What do you, what do you like for your, uh, Rod? What do you like for your parlay? My parlay. We're going to go. Uh, we're going to take the Yankees on the money line, the Rays on the money line, and the Mariners on the money line. Parlay those three up. Damn Nationals yesterday. <sighs> Brian we choked that game away. We were going to hit our underdog parlay. <laughs> I'm giving out three easy winners. You could put in a money line parlay. The Baltimore Orioles. Washington Nationals, and we're going to finish it off with the Chicago Cubs. Those three plus money dogs. I don't think Orioles are plus money. They're minus one on five. But those three teams in a parlay. Blue Jays, Brewers, and Giants for me. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Have a great day. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow, same time. Of course, tons of free picks and uh we'll be adding some new afternoon programming i'm really excited to do that so uh anyways have a great day let's make it a winning day i'm gonna try and act more professional tomorrow we'll be we're doing the premium and the vip right after this show like probably in the next four to five minutes and of course joe will be here to join us for that so let's make it a winning day